The Courageous Coaching Podcast is hosted by Sophia Antoine, a certified life coach supporting women in their efforts to improve their self-esteem. Today, we're talking about life, relationships, and everything in between. Take it away, Sophia. another episode of the Courageous Coaching Podcast. My name is Sophia Antoine and I'm a certified life and relationship coach. Today I have with me the awesome Latanya Thompson. I have known her for over a decade. Yes. And it's amazing just to have her here and talk about the good things she's doing. But instead of me introducing her, I'm going to allow her to introduce herself and give her, I'm sorry, give you her rendition of what it was like to be a courageous woman in these days and times. Latanya, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you taking the time. So introduce yourself and let the listeners know who you are and what you do. Yes. Hi, my name is Latanya Thompson. I am an entrepreneur and author. I've authored three books titled All About Me, Beautiful Me, and also My Many Bible Teachings. Um, We're here today to talk about my title, All About Me, which is a book that's dedicated to women all across the world uh, that are going through some type of hardships or courtships, um, breakups, divorce, uh, family issues, friends. Um, It's a book about finding peace and starting over. Uh, Right now, I ventured out uh, with different women, mentoring, I've also hosted different events on motivation, um, motivational speaking for different events. I've mentored different schools where young girls, they're in trouble and they need to find themselves. Um, I also did hair. I was a stylist, had been licensed since 2005, had been doing hair up until 2017. Um, with the years and experience under my belt, I found... Um, the need and also the passion to get out and assist other stylists and uh, makeup artists, nail artists, uh, you know, to kind of hone into their business and and become a significant brand of their own business and get those customer service skills under their belt, bring in more clientele uh, and, and just be people oriented because you're more than just that person in your chair. You're not just going to get a person or a client in your chair by your skills, but you're going to get them in your chair uh, also by your personality, how you treat mm-hmm. others, how you speak about others. Mm-hmm. Um, but want to get more back into my book that I authored back in 2013, All About Me. Mm-hmm. It's actually an autobiography. And um, I spoke from the heart. I picked up on where my divorce ended with my ex-husband, which has been over a decade. And uh, he and I are both at happy places. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, like I said, you're finding peace and starting over. And with the divorce, I did marry young. I married at the age of 21, Mm -hmm. already at two children at the time. And um, we were both young. We thought we knew what we were doing, what we were getting into, wanting to live that fantasy life. Oh, husband, wife, dog, kids, fence, picket white fence, home. And, you know, we thought we were going to be living that fantasy life. And it wasn't um, as we planned, you know, 
having kids, trying to live, live together as a, a, a young couple and mm-hmm. uh, running into hardships and, and, and different financial situations, um, you know, cheating started, you know, you know, not being able to confide in one another because we're so young, we're trying to still find ourselves, right. you know. Um, I've always been the one to cherish a marriage. And I know, you know, the Bible speaks about sometimes cherishing things, but, you know, it's okay to cherish someone, but not in the aspect of you're putting them above God and yourself. And um, I I found myself dedicating my my all to my ex-husband, my children. I was the type to, even though I was young, the type to stay home, make preparations for my meals throughout the week, make sure the kids are okay, make sure homework is done, to work and to home, no clubbing in between, just the, the strict, straight mom at a very early age, mm-hmm. um, had no time really for the streets. Um, my, gross, my weekends were grocery shopping, taking care of uh, bills, running errands to go and get your household items, toiletries for the kids and, and, and myself, and just taking care of home was my basics and um, nothing extra uh, outside of that. Okay. But um, as, you know, the years went along, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, you're, you're, you're busy with the kids, you're tired when you're laid down, you're like, you know, you don't want to do the laying up, and, you know, I would probably rather do the cuddling but of course, you know, your spouse, they want to get into the intimacy and, and, and all of that other stuff. But you're tired at right. this time. <clears throat> you know, you got two kids running around. And then by that time, right, 2005, I had another child that was brought into the situation or our marriage. And now that's three children. I'm tired, you know, and mm-hmm. you don't want to get into the whole intimacy every night you want to just lay down and sleep and get ready for the next day exactly although we were a young couple and i'm I'm at this age that i you know what i know now you have to try to fit some of that in you know try to wean in the the intimacy take care of the kids and you know it's a juggling um battle if you will but at the time i didn't know that i just okay i'm I'm doing enough aren't i you know but obviously it's not enough so what i would say to um, my listeners today, if you're, you're getting into courtship or marriage or, or relationship, I would say to, you know, make that time and that effort, you know, for your spouse, right. uh, for your relationship, um, because it does matter. It, it really does. Another thing that matters is communication. Right. Uh, a lot of times we, we fall, we, we let that fall by the wayside, the communication and, uh, the lack of it, the lack of it can bring a uh, certain inadequacy feeling or inadequate feeling in a person. And so when my ex-husband and I, we didn't communicate, I would feel inadequate, you know? So at that time of feeling inadequate, and he probably did too, because I didn't communicate as well. You go out and you venture out to people that will listen to you, hear right. you, out, you know? And so it's, it can start there, you know? But at the end of the day, the cheating starts. So after the cheating starts, the fighting starts, all of that starts and you deal with it because you know what? You've made this oath and this vow to this man and you want your family to work. But at the end of the day, I, and, and, and I 
stood in there as long as I could because I was a firm believer. And note that I said I was a firm believer that you have to maintain a marriage in God's eye. You have to forgive in God's eye. But, you know, God didn't say maintain a marriage and be broken. God didn't say maintain a marriage and not be happy. He did not. And I know a lot of people are not for divorce. And at the time is why I stayed in my marriage so long, seven years. I wasn't for divorce either, you know. And I'm, I'm just, I'm the type where I, I, I want to be a wife. I want to make sure I'm with one man at all times. And when I was getting cheated on and, and, and did find out I was getting cheated on, I did forgive. You forgive right. and you try to forget. A lot of people say forgive and forget. You try to forget. You know, um, when it keeps happening and it happens repeatedly at that time, you have to say, you have to sit back and take an asset of yourself. What I'm, what am I worth? You know, and also I have girls. So what am I showing my girls? What am I telling them to accept or, or what am I telling What am I saying to, for them to allow from a man? And so at that same time, I drew the line because you know, 25 and under for me and maybe for most young girls, you really don't know what you want from a man and in a man, because sometimes you don't even know what you want of yourself, or you don't have your goals intact. As I, when I became 25 years old, I sat down and I did a blueprint for myself. What do I want at this age? What do I want to accomplish at this age? What do I want in my man? And so forth and so on. And so as I start, started to do a checklist, certain things my ex-spouse wasn't meeting, I had to say, okay, this evaluation is probably needing for a talk. Communication gap is there. So then, you know, I called my spouse to say, let's talk about the differences we're having, why this communication gap, why the cheating. Um, we're both great people at the end of the day, mm-hmm. but sometimes you can be great people, but just not in a good situation. Exactly, or not great for each other. Absolutely. You can have a, a good thing, but it's not the right thing. Or you can do a right thing, but it's not the good thing. Right. You know and so when we realized our differences, we did come to a separation, which I was fine with. My peace came at, you know what? I'm able to be honest with this man. I'm able to tell him what my needs and my wants are. I'm able to say, okay, I can't go for this anymore. My worth, I've realized and I'm more valuable than this. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so we have grew, we have grown up, but we've also grown apart. Right. So because we've grown up together, we've also grown apart, which is okay because we still share something in common, which is our kids. Right. You know, I'm not gonna hold any hostile towards you. And I wish I wish you don't do the same for me. Mm-hmm. But my peace came in me being able to vent to say, hey, I'm no longer this young girl that you met. I am now this woman that wants more, that is not going to take any more bull crap because my worth is more than what you can give right now. And I'm not saying you're a bad person. You could be good for someone. You're just not good enough for me. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? And that's just because what my, what my goals are. You understand what I'm saying? I could have been complacent and I could have stayed in that same stagnant relationship or, or marriage and say, so, you know what, this is who I'm married. This is just him. I've known him for this long. I know him for that long. But you know what? I have to think about myself first. And it's not an aspect of being selfish. It's selfless. 
Because if we, if we live selfless, we can also be able to be real with one another. Mm -hmm. I'm not being selfish by saying, okay, I want out because I want more for myself. I'm being selfish, selfless and I'm keeping it real because I'm not going to stay with you and be unhappy. And then you thinking I'm happy, that's not being real and that's not keeping it real. You understand what I'm saying? And so for me to be all the way 100, I'm going to let you know how I feel. I'm going to let you know my stance. You understand? And, and no, we didn't agree at first because it was a, oh, this will change this. We can change that. We didn't agree at first. You know, mm -hmm. there are some times, we, you know, we would try to go out to dinner to say, okay, let's just talk this over. At first, you know, one was never to be found. He was never to be found when I'm trying to have a dinner to say, okay, let's sit down. Let's talk about this because I'm on the edge of trying to divorce you. You understand what I'm saying? And um, nine times out of 10, we know the men are not going to file for the divorce. It's always the woman that ends up filing for the divorce, you yeah. know? And so this is something I didn't want to do. I did want to give a shot at it. I did want to, you know, make it work. Granted, we had three children at the time. So, you know, you want to do all you can do because you're not saying, okay, I'm better than you now. I need to get out of this. I mean, no, you're saying, you know what? We grew up together. We had these children together. Let's try to make it work together. What differences are you having versus the differences that I'm having? Let's sit down and try to come to uh, an agreement or mutual agreement or mutual understanding. You know, the, the worst thing that can kill a relationship is wanting to be understood, but never wanting to understand. Absolutely. You cannot be in a situation where you're always wanting to be understood, but never want to understand. That will kill it. So I went out and we did different settings of, you know, having a dinner or a candlelight dinner or something that we can just say, sit down and let's just talk about this. But every time I left with this ain't working and this ain't going to work because the conversations were different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the things that you're keying in on or you want to hear, you're not hearing or things that you are hearing, you don't want to hear. And so when you leave that venue or you're leaving that setting, you're saying, you know what, this is not going to work. And where I got peace was just letting my ex-spouse know, this is not going to work. I can't do it. I don't want to cheat on you. I'm not a cheater. I understand that you have done that. Fine. Instead of me sitting here being unhappy, knowing it's not going to work, Saying, oh, we do each other so long, or we grew up this, you know, this way, and oh, we have these kids, and, and just having that be the reason we stay together, it's not fair to you, it's not fair to the children, and it's not fair to me. You understand what I'm saying? I can be sitting here, and you're thinking you're making me happy when you're really not. That's not keeping it real. I'm sitting here not happy. That's not fair to me. And then my kids witnessing the crying, the bickering, the arguing, the fighting, it's not good. And so my peace came when I was able to finally say, look, this is not working. I want a divorce. I understand you want to live your life. I understand this is going on. That is going on. The cheating, the infidelity, the lying, and, and, and all of that. I can't change who you are. I can't say how you even become to be this person. I just want out. And because I love myself, I am not going to do the tit for tat to say, okay, you cheated on me. I'm going, to I'm going to cheat back on you. You know, a lot of people in my ear at that time say, you know, don't leave him. Just give him a taste of his own, taste of his own medicine. You know, but I'm, I'm, I'm always, I've always been five years senior than my age. When I was 10, I was 15. 
When I was 15, I was 20. I took care of my younger siblings at the age of 10 when my mom and my stepdad went to work. I'm home, I'm preparing meals, I'm helping with homework, I'm making sure they take their showers before they go to bed at night. I, I'm making sure they drink V8 juice. And if they don't drink the V8 juice, I'm bringing out the belt. <laughs> Those type of things. <laughs> but let me ask you, now that you bring that up, did you do you feel that that made it easier for you to slip into motherhood so easily and to just become the homemaker that you became at an early age? Absolutely. Absolutely. That was the foundation. Yes, it was. Okay. Okay. That was the foundation. And, and I don't regret it at all. And, and, and I always thank my mom, if I don't thank her for anything else, I thank her for having me be able to be an example to my siblings, help her out. Because even when she came home, I have that meat in the sink for her to go ahead and start prepping for the next day. So that way, when we come from school, we, all I have to do is fix plates and they eat. And so I thank her for molding and shaping me into the woman that I am today. My mom was strict. My mom, she didn't play the radio. You understand what I'm saying? Oh. I, 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 I thank her for that today. Because if she was slack, I couldn't tell you what type of woman I would be today. But because she gave that foundation, because she laid rules, I am who I am today and I'm proud of it. Oh. You know, as we were speaking earlier, with some of our young girls, we want to make sure we try to hone the men because the generation are not is not like when we were growing up. Absolutely, you know, it's much much at a it's at a much faster pace. Mm. You know, and even with my girls, I try to you know the same thing. Oh, mom, you're raising us like your mom raised you. I say you're going to thank me one day. Absolutely, you're going to look back and you're going to appreciate it because you're going to see how all of the other girls were raised, and you're seeing all the trouble that they're in, and you are going to know that you won't stand for the things that they stand for. Absolutely, absolutely, and 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 and, and I'm never going to be slack because if, if I'm slack, that means I don't care. Right. I'm right. mean because I care. Right. That's what I mean, you know. Um, oh, my friend, my my eighteen year old. She said her door, her her uh, friends are scared of me. I say, you know what? They can be scared of me. I just want them to respect me too. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. At the end of the day, I don't care if they're scared of me. I want them to respect me. Right. And you it's know? possible that they have more respect for for you than they do for their own parents because they don't get that guidance from their parent. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I and I feel the same way. I sentiment that because at the end of the day, kids need structure. Absolutely. They want structure. Mm -hmm. If and they want it. They're testing you. They're testing you to see what they can get away with. And they're going to disrespect you as long as you allow it. Absolutely. They crave it. Mm -hmm. And when you don't get it, when, they, when you don't give it, is when they go haywire. Right. When you don't give it, you know. And so at the end of the day, I, I, like I said, I found my peace when I was able to stand up and say, this is no longer going on. I can't do this anymore. You know, yes, you're the father of my children, but you're not happy, obviously, because when you're, when you're out cheating that many times, or when you're starting to fight on your spouse, you know, you're, you're no longer happy, or there's something else going on with you. And see, so I don't want you to, because I don't want you to fight on me, and because I don't want you to cheat on me, I, I'm going to let, I'm going to release you. I'm going to release you and I'm going to release myself. Yeah. I'm, and I don't hate you. 
You understand what I'm saying? Because as I said at the beginning, we were young people trying to do something, trying to live out this fantasy. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 it, and it didn't end that way. And, and it's okay. Because at the end of the day, I've forgiven and I've forgotten. And, and I, like I said, a lot of times people say you can't forget, but you can forget. You can. If you, if you, put, your, if you put yourself first, you can forget. Because keeping on to those memories and holding on to those memories, and don't get me wrong, we had some good times and there was bad times. Right. But when you're holding on to those memories, and even sometimes holding on to the good memories can, 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 can cause a problem. You understand what I'm saying? When yeah. you're holding on to those memories, good or bad, it, 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 it's not letting you go. You're not letting go. You're, you're not letting yourself let go. You understand what I'm saying? So when you forgive, you can forget. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And, and that's what I happened to do for myself. So my peace came at forgiving and forgetting. You understand? I'm going to forgive you and I'm going to forget all of this. <laughs> because if I don't forget all this, I, I can't be at peace. Right. I'm not going to be able and, and And who, who am I to not forgive you? Right. It's I'm forgiven just... every day mm-hmm. for mistakes that I make knowingly and unknowingly. So who am I to not forgive you? So then let me ask you, do you still, given what you went through, what you've gone through, do you still believe in marriage? I do believe in marriage. I do. I just, like I said at the, at the beginning, you know, you can do a right thing. It's just not the good thing. Okay. You see what I'm saying? You can be with the right somebody. It's just not the good somebody. You, you understand what I'm saying? So, you, so everybody's not meant for each other. You know, we get out here, and especially our generation, Sophia, we get out here and um, we, 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 we met our baby daddies or we met our <laughs> husbands. We, we meet them, and, and sometimes it's, it's a rush. Sometimes it's just a feeling we think, oh, love at first sight. Sometimes it's just, you know, all oh, wanting to do something. I know from my experience, and I can speak for myself, I was trying to be grown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was trying to be fa- a fast tail. <laughs> you know, like our parents would call it back in the days, fast tail. You know, and so me meeting my kid's father, my ex husband, he's it was me being fast. You know, meet him at the park, and we meet him at the park, and <laughs> and then you know it, it goes from there. So it wasn't really like me and him met on a grown ship. And when I say grown ship, you know, I'm I'm 38 years old. I'm able to go out here and meet someone cordially and, and, and also be able to monitor their actions or, or ask questions and, you know what I'm saying, and get to know somebody on that grown-up level, right. you know. When you're kids, you're not asking no questions. Oh, what you do for a living? Oh, you know, are you a family man? You're not, you're, you're no. again, you're, you're grown in the class. <laughs> there he got some pretty eyes and he drives and you know what and that's it and that's what my ex-husband had he had those pretty eyes and everybody loved him and it's like okay i like him too girl but you know as you get older mm-hmm. you know you wanna you wanna settle down with who's for you exactly you know what i'm saying the differences starts to sh- and it with and even with our marriage our di- our differences started to show you know, it's like, okay, I'm growing up into this woman that wants different from my childhood boyfriend. Right. You see what I'm saying? I married my childhood boyfriend, but I'm growing up into this woman that I want different from my childhood boyfriend. And 
it's not cla- we're clashing it's it, and that's where the fighting and the cheating and the fussing and yeah. we were clashing because my personality now well, is yeah. different from yours and and not that i'm not 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 like it's better than yours but it's different now because i i much we mature much faster than men we yeah. granted we already know that we mature faster than them but at the end of the day um some of them they get stuck in their ways some of them get complacent or comfortable with just how things are going and how they are. I'm not going to get comfortable with how things are going and how they are because I want more. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and when I say more, better, you know, and just it, that's what happened. There was a collision. You know, our personalities just started colliding. You know, um, you're, he's doing different things. I'm doing different things. My different things that I'm doing is not meshing with the different things that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And so we just grew apart. We grew up together, but then we grew apart with our different personalities, with my, me wanting more, um, not wanting to be complacent, not going to be the woman that you're going to just sit back and do any kind of way just because I was your childhood gr- girlfriend that grew up into your wife. No. I want something different now. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm mature enough and woman enough because you got a lot of women that will come out and say, because I, like I said, and I'm only speaking from experience, Tanya, just give him a taste of his own medicine. Don't divorce him. No, no. I'm going to divorce him, mm-hmm. release him. Because you know what? At the end of the day, I'm a grown woman. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to be out here cheating, peeking behind cars and got my friend calling. Hey, tell him I'm at your house. Uh, tell him I've been at your house. I got time for that. I'm a grown woman. I'm going to let you know where I stand, and I'm going to keep it moving. Right. So, no, I don't want to be with you anymore. This is why. These are the reasons. I don't hate you. I'm moving on. You're still able to see your kids. I'm not going to hold them from you. And, and we've never had to go through a type of situation. because, and, and that's another thing with women. We have to stop holding these kids as pawns. Yeah. Absolutely. Stop holding these kids as pawns. They're not pawns. You understand what I'm saying? Just like you have that full right to that child, that man has that full right to that child. Whatever animosity you and that man has, let it go because you have nothing to do with that man and his child's relationship. Oh, yes. Because Speak while on. you're trying to hurt that man, you're hurting that child. Yes. Speak on that. That, that is so true because I, I know there's so many people. And the thing that gets me now with social media is that everybody posts it. Oh, he didn't come get him or he is doing this and the third for her kids and not doing my kids. And I'm, I'm just going to keep my kids home. And I mean, that makes no sense. Regardless it of does. what he is doing for, it does. you know, somebody else. Is, if he's making an active effort to come. Absolutely. And, you know, maybe he don't have the money that you need. Money is secondary to your child's father paying attention to them because they, nothing speak can it. replace time. Speak it. I just was going to speak on that. Speak it. Nothing can replace the time they're entering. Because if, if he, your child doesn't have, whether it's a boy or a girl, doesn't have an active male figure in their lives, it's detrimental. Absolutely. The boys need it, for an example. The girls need it because that's the first man that's going to pay attention to her. And all other men are going to be measured against that man. Absolutely. So with that being said, the co-parenting, you already spoke that, you know, there was never an issue with that. And now, I, I, it's, is it safe to assume that your children grew up well-adjusted, given that you guys divorced? 
Yes, they did. They still had the both of us. They had that balance to where they had the both of us. And it was so important for me because although I didn't grow up with my father, my stepfather came into my life when I was four years old and he raised me and my siblings. My stepfather didn't have any children when he met my mom and he raised all six of us. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? And so it, it's important to me because we didn't need, we were it's six, six of us and we didn't need and want for anything. My stepfather worked two jobs. You hear me? To make sure that my mom and my siblings and I were provided for. That's amazing. Cause not many stepfathers do that. So that's amazing. He stepped up to the plate. And so at the end of the day, I say to mothers, fathers, stepfathers, stepmothers, we have to be an example. We have to walk light. Kids are sponges. They're watching us. And where we think we're hurting the other, we're actually hurting the children and ourselves. You know, karma's out there, and I call it actually thermodynamics. Thermodynamics mm-hmm. is, is the karma that you would receive when trying to just do harm or do wrong to someone. It, it, it comes back on you. You know, know that man is not able to give that child or you that money that you, you, you want. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes they don't have it themselves. It's hard out here. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? And so at the end of the day, but he does want to spend time. Yep. And a lot of us, we get it so confused and mixed up. And like you said, time is of the essence. Exactly. Time is more valuable than your money. Mm-hmm. I go, on, I go on this job every day, and you know what? They're paying me for my time, but you know what, Sophia? Mm. I feel that my time, what they pay me per hour, I feel my time is so much valuable than that. Oh, absolutely. So much valuable than that. You know, they're paying us pennies on the dollars. Mm-hmm. So if you're working class citizens, I don't care who you work for, what you do. If you're working class citizens, you're getting paid pennies on the dollars. Right. For your time. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because you can't get time back. Nope, you can't. You see what I'm saying? We always want some green in our hand mm-hmm. or, or in our account. Right. Give me some time. Right, exactly. You see? Give me some time. You know, I, I even after my divorce and I started dating, and this guy, he wanted to just shower me with gifts and take me out. And every weekend, he wanted to take me out. And he wanted to get this big Valentine theme came up and he wanted to give me the big bear. He gave me the big bear, the CD he made with songs on it for me, just dedicated to me. The roses, just, you know, money in the car, taking me out to eat, meet his. Give me, listen, okay, I appreciate this, but can, I, where your time at? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I appreciate. I can go show my girlfriends this. That oh, I'm telling you, I like. You know what I'm saying? I can go sh- let them listen to the little CD that you made with the little songs and everything. And I think I let you and Cami hear it. Yeah, but I remember. you remember the CD? I'm like, what are you? Okay. And he does this, and this was fine. But you know what? He didn't have. He didn't have the time, and it didn't make me feel good because now you're buying me gifts. To, 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 to substitute for your time. And right. at the time, listen, like I say, I'm always five years senior than my age. At the time, I think I was like 27. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But then, and, 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 and putting five years on, I was 32. Young ones probably would have liked the yes. thought of, the, the, you know, the candy, the big bear, and the flashy, all this and everything. Uh-uh. Because I got that, I took it home, and I still text, bro, I'm yeah. still need your time. Right. <laughs> I'm going to still need your time. You right. see? 
but you know, again, and that's just speaking on time. It's 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 of the essence. It's not more value. It's it's more valuable. Excuse me. It's more valuable than than money and glitter and gold. Time because you can't get it back. Have you addressed this in your in your latest book? Because I, I want to transition to your entrepreneurship endeavors because. I can speak from knowing you 10 years ago and we were working together at, at said company and we were doing things. And I know you had the first book back then, but since then you've transitioned and you've written two more and published two more. So do you speak on these things in your books? Tell me what are you wanting to teach women from your books and how can they actually, if, if anybody who's listening wants to purchase them, how can they purchase your book? Okay, so they can go on Amazon. I have my journal, my beautiful me journals listed on Amazon. Um, and all they would have to type in is basically my name, Latanya Thompson, and my title, Beautiful Me. And they can go and purchase my books from Amazon. Okay. Um, uh, and also, the, I do speak about my, in my journal, the entrepreneurship and also uh, helpful tips I give for women um, that are just struggling on a day-to-day -day basis, whether it be, like I say, financially, um, relationship-wise, uh, you know, on, on the job. I give words of encouragement and, and, and helpful tips. Um, sometimes when we're struggling, we tend to, I know, when I was going through my divorce, to get rid of the pain, I shopped and I shopped and I shopped and I shopped. And then when the bill is due, I'm like, uh-oh. I need to go right. take something back. You know what I'm saying? And so that was my therapy, though. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, with me learning, sometimes our ther could be, therapy can be just reading, yeah. journaling. And that's why I came out with the journal, because sometimes when we journal our feelings, it keeps us from outlashing uh, or taking our emotions out on the next person. You know what I'm saying? So you, you can get a journal and you just journal your thoughts or journal your feelings or how you feel. Um, sometimes you don't have to outlash because being that, being that you're outlashing to the next person, you're basically taking it out on that person or you're, you're giving them that, that, that dish serve cold, if you will. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so um, in that book, I do talk about uh, how you can basically at the beginning of each year, you know, start off the new year with a goal, um, whether it be you want to save more money, whether it be you want to um, get that business that you have been uh, putting a blueprint towards, uh, whether it be you want to start mentoring. Um, each year, put out a new goal, whether you're trying to fix your credit, whatever it is each year, uh, do it and, and achieve it. And a lot of times we put our, our goals and um, our blueprints by the wayside and we don't get to it like we want to because we got so much going on around us uh, i tell you hurt keeps will keep you down hurt a lot of times you you, you eat you, you you stress you you know what i'm saying right. and so what i tend to do is I, I tend to get a bucket list and i just on that bucket list things that are going to make tanya happy you know too many times we go into uh men and having that man make us happy or or having that man fulfill a void that that that's there but not and not knowing that man is not actually filling that void because men brings pain men brings uh unhappiness men especially when you're broken already 
and you haven't come to uh, fill that void yourself or you've not come to heal yourself. When you're healing in the healing process, you need to be to yourself. When you're going in to invite, invite men into that same situation, you're only hurting yourself worse because you're looking towards that man to bring you happiness when it's, when it's the other way around. And so I, I, I try to, you know, in that book, speak about, you know, different bucket lists that you could create for yourself, um, taking time out for yourself, going to get a massage, going to a spa, you know, kind of taking your mind off of the, oh, I need a man up under me or, you know, on top of me or what have you. Um, getting with your friends, setting movie dates, you know, going to church with family, you know, um, and, and that book also goes into, like I said, if you're trying to venture out and get that business and you've been just, you know, delaying it and delaying it, um, there are some helpful tips where you can reach out to different companies. And this um, year I'm doing a spinoff from that book and I'm recirculating that same book and I'm putting different vendors and different business owners. Um, if they're doing, uh, they want to uh, put their advertisement in my book for different people to reach out to them. You may have somebody that's reading to say, you know what? I also, also wanted to get into this type of business, or I also wanted to get into this line of business, just didn't know how to. You have their personal contacts there. Um, I just, with the... out, And she's doing a... Uh, she's bringing her book out, basically. She's now an author. And I've been helping her and giving her tips on you know, what she needs to do as far as her layout, her, the publishing company to go through. And she's actually going to be done with her book next month. And this was a long three to five years process for her. Um, every now and again, she calls me up and say, okay, LaTanya, how would I need, how do, how do I need to uh, lay this page out? Or uh, do I need to use Word or Excel? Or, you know, um, do I need to wrap the words and use Word wrap? And, you know, just different things. Um, she also asked me about the, you know, making sure she gets it copyrighted and all of that good stuff, LLC. And so once we, you know, got to that point, she said, you know what, Tanya, at the end of the day, this is therapy for me. I wrote this book because I need to let it all out. The family issues. Hers is also an autobiography. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And so with her writing that book, um, it's going to bring her revenue because she's, she's, she's looking for a second income. But also it's therapy for her. It's also whoever reads it or purchases her book is going to be therapy to many other women as well. Um, like I said, the journal that I have, I'm doing a spinoff this year for Mother's Day, and I'm, I'm adding different businesses, um, venues into the same journal. So that way, if you have any, you know, body out there that wants to get into business, if they're purchasing this book and they want to read this book, journal in this book, there are a few pages that they're going to come to where they can contact this person for uh, this type of service or this person for that type of service. Um, you know, and that, all that good stuff. And also definitely I'm going to recommend you as well, because when we're going through, when we're trying to get to, we do need someone that we can talk to, that we can let it all out to. And like, I, I know you're a coach and you're able to, you know, bring out the best in that woman and help bring out the best in that woman. And so absolutely you're going to be a spinoff in that same book as well. Yeah, well, thank you. I, I sincerely appreciate that. And I, I, um, now that I know exactly, because I know we've, we've been apart for so long and now we're just coming back together, it's great to just have that circle of women that you can depend on in business and, and personally, because 
life is so short and you never know who you can trust, but it's always good to be able to go back to somebody that, you know, you've known for a long time. And that's a person of integrity that you can say, Hey, this is my sister friend and she will definitely take care of you. So any of my people that I know that want to reach out and do something, I'll definitely refer them to you. And that's why you were the first person, very first person, as soon as okay. I got the podcast up and running. Thank you. Thank I you. I have Latanya on here. Thank you. I, I, I watch you move. And like I said, we've been apart, but I, I still watch you move. We still, um, even Connect. social media, we still frequent the same circles. We still have our same little group of friends where I can see if I see her post, I know I'm going to see Latanya post. So I know she's doing all right, even if we haven't spoken. Absolutely. So it was like, okay, I got to reach out and I got to get Miss Tanya on here because that is my go-to girl. She's always so resourceful. And I've seen being there from knowing your ex and, and coming to um, little, well, he's not little anymore, but <laughs> his birthday party that time at the park, I can remember. Yes. Yes. I was there and I saw it and I, I saw you grow up, so to speak. Um, I may not have been there from the very beginning, but I saw the transformation. And yes, I thank you. you. You blossomed into this woman and it's like, it's nice to see it come full circle. Thank you. Absolutely. I thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely amazing. So um, what, in your closing comments, what do you want to leave the people with? If And mainly, I would just ask that you speak to the younger women just to say, what do you wish you would have saw as warning signs? And now, how do you move forward? How is your outlook moving forward? The warning signs, which I would say red flags, that I would um, say that I did not look at or I overlooked. Keep in mind, like I said, I was a young girl at the time. Right. So, um, you know, what I would say to younger adolescents is pump your brakes. Amen. Pump your brakes. Get your career going. If you're in high school, finish school. Get your career going. Get where you want to be in life first. Enjoy life. Travel. Take trips. You know what I'm saying? Get to know yourself first. Because once you know yourself first, you're going to know what you want in a man. Don't go having all these babies and being a, a, a stay-at-home mom. Or, and, and it's okay to be a stay-at-home mom. But when I say you have a choice, you really do have a choice to get out there and make a difference. Mm. Um, a lot of times we get into our feelings and our emotions and, oh, he's the one or I want him or, you know, we get into these competitions with other young girls and it's, you know, feel yourself, you know, feel yourself. Stop feeling these dudes and, 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 and thinking that he's going to be your world and he's going to save you. Save yourself because at the end of the day, you're going to be saving yourself heartache. You're going to save yourself heartache. And this is me as a mother talking to my two daughters. Save yourself. You find that he got a whole bunch of women in his circle. He got some, a circle going on around him. Step out of that circle. Save yourself. Because at the end of the day, you are who you are, and we can't live your life for you as parents. You're going to get out there and live your own life. And you're not going to come back and say, oh, this is how I grew up, or this is how my mom, or this is my dad, this is why. No, you own your life. So what I would say to the younger adolescents, Pump your brakes. Get to know you. Mm. Self-love. All right. How can, if anybody wants to contact you, um, leave your social media if you're comfortable leaving um, any other information besides that. 
please do because I want everybody who wants to reach you to be able to reach you. So you can reach me on Instagram at beauty hyphen brains hyphen by hyphen Tanya. And then if you need to reach me by telephone, you may do so at 754-214-4346. I look forward to doing business with each and every one of you. Um, if you're looking for logos, labeling, branding, um, you know, I do menus, uh, advertisement, whatever it is you need, feel free to reach out to me. Awesome. Well, Mrs. Miss Thompson, I apologize. It was so glad to have you on the Creators Coaching Podcast today. Like I said, you were the very first person I reached out to you to when I got my page up and running, and it was a no-brainer to have you on. You are amazing. I Thank honor you. I am in awe of you and all of your progress, and I just wish you the best in each and every endeavor that you undertake. Thank you, and likewise. Thank, Thank you so much for having me, and I want you to have a blessed and beautiful day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Courageous Coaching Podcast. Feel free to call in with comments and questions anytime. The number is 786-749-TLAK. That's 786-749-8255. Call us and let us know what is on your mind. Until we meet again, be courageous.